Hey everyone, welcome back for another great episode of Big Drunk List, the participation podcast. From the beautiful Bloomington, Illinois, I am your host, Ryan Fawkes. And from the wonderful Chicago, Illinois, right off the Bears' fifth win of the season, I'm your host, Greg Voss. We got a pretty fun episode this week. Greg, don't you think? Kind of sticking with our theme. Oh Um, yeah, I like it. Yeah, we're doing our uh, favorite superstitions. Um, And, you know, it's not always uh, just ones that you may have heard. I think uh, I don't want to speak for Greg, but I know I had some fun diving into finding even some superstitions um, from outside the U.S., even some things that I had never heard of before. Yeah. uh, In fact, most of the ones I found, I actually didn't really think um, I didn't know. I think like 90% of them. So so nine of them I didn't know about, (laughs) but I liked them. I, I thought they were fun. So that's why they made it onto my list. Very cool. Well, hey, for uh, for those that are just new to tuning in or just want a reminder about how this podcast works, uh, we said it was a participation podcast, and that's because we love it when people drink along with us. So as we work our way through, um, we'll get through each of our numbers, and we'll all take a drink together. Um, we'll be sure to remind you when to take a drink. And then when we get to our top three, um, things are going to get a little more spooky. Uh, maybe not, yeah, probably not spooky, but it is going to get a little more fun, and Greg will help us out with the rules <laughs> when we get down there. Uh, but before we jump in too much further, Greg, what are you drinking today? From Around the Ben Beer Co., I have Villainous. It's an India Pale Ale. Um, it tastes like an India Pale Ale. It's a good one. It's, it's, <laughs> it's like it's like flavorful, but like to be honest, it doesn't like pop. It doesn't really stand out as it's a... Uh, that's like one of those where you're like, oh, yeah, I recommend it. If you wanted to get one, I would say like, yeah, go for it. But you're also not going to be like, wow, this breaks the IPA rules. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Well, just a real basic IPA. I'm not a big IPA guy just in general, but there is a there's a formula to it, right? Like you can tell when you're drinking an IPA. Yeah. They're very standard. Yeah. Uh, how about yourself? What are you drinking? Oh, just keeping it classic today with a glass of Jameson. Um, mm-hmm. Drink a little too hard apparently last night because i wasn't feeling great this morning so i figured it was better to stick to something that i know um and and something uh something like that so just drinking a good old glass of jameson i actually got the bottle right here next to me because i'm sure i'm gonna need a refill with the way we drink in this podcast (laughs) oh gosh yeah probably (laughs) i'm I'm definitely gonna have to pour another glass i'm sure um so uh should i jump on my number 10 I think, yeah, you know what? Let's take a drink first, but let's jump right in. Excellent. Um, So I have a superstition from Iceland, and that Mm. is if you knit on your doorstep in the winter, this will lengthen the winter by months. Wow. Yeah. um, I I don't think there's any scientific basis for this. Um, (laughs) Yeah. I've done several uh, several double blind studies, and I mean, <laughs> three weeks is usually when it increases, so not months. <laughs> yeah, like I don't know. Like, I mean, I want to laugh at this, but then again, it's also coming from a country where we're like, yeah, let's let's ask a rodent on whether or not it sees its shadow, and that will confirm. Yeah, that's what not- I was gonna say. Like, this just sounds like just the same thing as the groundhog seeing its shadow like come on if the groundhog knits on his porch like that's just a full year (laughs) i mean i guess i could see a little bit with the groundhog it probably wasn't that it was afraid of its own shadow it probably just like if it came out and it was too cold for it it probably like rehibernated and then it just you know it meant that it was a winter was already a little bit longer anyway because well if it's too cold it's not going to come out so I could see that the knitting on your doorstep. So like you're like I didn't knit on my doorstep. Oh yeah, well someone three doors down did. Well fuck. I know. <laughs> I know. Can you imagine just being the cops in that town? Like Betty, get the fuck back in your house right now. We'll Do shoot. not be knitting out there. <laughs> <laughs> but also, it's it's Iceland in the winter. Who's on their fucking doorstep in the winter? <laughs> <laughs> Good point. Good point. That's just, well, you know, at least if they are, they're going to stay warm because they're going to knit themselves a nice sweater and scarf while they're out there. So (laughs) what about yourself? (laughs) Um, Mine is um, from both Italy and Portugal had things around this. Don't walk backwards. Um, There's a superstition that is prominent in both Italy and Portugal. And the story goes that walking backwards shows the devil the way you're walking. So he'll be able to find you. And cause you grief. 
Okay. <laughs> yeah, I don't. Yeah, that just. I, <laughs> you know what's crazy to me is that this is a, in two different places of the world. I mean, Portugal and Italy. I mean, I guess yeah, it's kind of close. Whatever. I don't know, but it's. It just these are two different countries that kind of have this same superstition, and 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 the fact that it's so specific that the devil's gonna see you, like the devil can only see someone walking backwards, you know, and that's like a, <laughs> like oh fuck, I'm gonna get this guy. Like, what do you do at like weddings, right? When you want gotta do the cupid shuffle and shit, there's some backwards walking in that. Actually, like, you can't you can't participate. Well, cupid is a pagan being, so yeah, it makes sense. <laughs> Good point. Though- he basically is the devil himself. That's why the devil went down to Georgia. It's a backwards ass state. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) It's not wrong. Oh my God. Let's move on already. This (laughs) let's take a drink. Mm -mm -mm, Taking a drink. Moving on to my number nine. Fan death. So this is actually something that persists in Korea. I mean, I'm assuming South Korea. I don't know if it's big in North Korea. I don't even know if they can afford fans in North Korea. Um, Fan death is a belief in Korea that running an electrical fan in a closed room with unopened or no windows at all will cause death. Uh, There's obviously no concrete evidence to support it, um, but it's still very big. And they believe that if you just open a window you're like good but like they believe that just if you have a fan in your building or in your room and your room has closed windows you will die so don't do it i feel like now if you design homes you better not put a ceiling fan in a room that has no windows because you're like you know um sending the future owners to certain death yeah um, and it's so prevalent, though, that there's, like, they, they're they trying to figure out why, like, where where this really came from. Because it's a really, like, a real fucking thing. Like, in, fa- like, in fact, in 2011, uh, the Korea Herald said a man reportedly died on Monday morning after sleeping with an electric fan running. Um, he was found with his fan fixed directly at him and like the korean government has had to say um has had to actually talk about it um the korea consumer protection board issued a 2006 safety warning or a safety alert in 2006 warning that and i quote asphyxiation from electric fans and air conditioners were in the top five injuries for summer accidents. Yeah. So it seems that it comes from some legitimacy though. <laughs> like it No, is, it, I, it seems like they're just um paranoia. They they think it causes the body to lose water and causes hypothermia. Oh wow. Um they're saying that there's an increase in carbon dioxide and a decrease of oxygen concentration. I'm like looking at it and it's really kind of crazy. Like it's there's no scientific basis, but whatever reason, uh, it's just really prevalent in like South Korea. Like you would think that if huh. every other country is like, yeah, we don't have that issue. Like maybe, maybe you're wrong. You're like, no, maybe man. it's a you problem, right? <laughs> we don't, we don't fit. Yeah. I, I have a fan on every single night, regardless of what yeah. the temperature is outside, whether, you know, sometimes it's pointed at me, like if it's hot in the summertime, but sometimes it's just pointed at a random wall, you know, but I have it for the background noise and I am thriving at 28 years old. Yeah, I, I think that it could have something to do maybe with, um, I don't know, this, they might have really bad morticians, and their morticians like, I can't find anything. They're like, well, there's a fan nearby, and we're like, ah, oh, that's it. Done. I don't even do my job. We're good. That could be. Yeah, could be. You know what's interesting? I As we work our way down the list, and a lot of these are from different countries, um, I'd be curious, really, what are the origins of these? I wish we had, um, maybe some of our listeners know, um, you know, some of these, but we have listeners in different countries all over the world. So um, if this is something that you know about, we'd love to hear the background on some of these because some of these things were like, what? Um, but you may be able to tie to what where it came from, you know, even if it's some old story or whatever, a lot of them are, you know, like, where's it come from? I'd be curious to know, especially with something like this one. 
Yeah, I mean, because I feel like some of the older ones, you're like, whatever, this, like, it probably just persisted from a time when people, like, literally believed that, like, <laughs> the sky was lit up by the gods when they were angry, and that's what a storm was. And they're like, oh, yeah, well, you know, also, like, I don't knit on your, like, outside, or just, like, just something weird. But then Fandath, you're like, you needed electricity for this. Right, that's not an ancient <laughs> one. That one's, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Oh, what's um, what's your number nine? Sure, I, I'm disappointed because I didn't write down which country this one came from, so I don't remember specifically. Um, but this is if you, uh, say the same word at the same time as somebody. So in other words, a jinx is what I call it. Um, you'll never get married unless you immediately touch your nose afterwards. So if you jinx with someone, and I wish I could remember what country this was in. Um, their superstition is that if you don't immediately reach up and touch your nose, you will never get married. Well, I guess I found out why I'm not married. <laughs> we do jinx a lot. Yeah, that's probably that. <laughs> <laughs> Drink. Oh, that's so weird. Greg, did you touch your nose? Nope. Gonna die alone. Sorry, bro. <laughs> yeah. So I knew about jinx. You know, you kind of say that when you, or like a uh, jinx, owe me a Coke or um, on the office jinx, buy me some Coke. When Craig, when Creed says that, that one always cracks me up. <laughs> <laughs> but I didn't know that other countries, uh, whichever country this comes from, takes it a lot more seriously than I do um, and insists that you'll never find love in the arms of another. Well, you know, I don't need jinx to tell me that. <laughs> yeah, well, <laughs> that's not even a superstition. That's just a fact. That's, I'm not superstitious. But I am a little stitious. <laughs> okay, all right. What's your uh or no, that's mine. My turn. Yeah. We're taking We're a ready drink. Our, I we get to take a drink. Yeah, I take love that. Drink, move on to my number eight. Ooh. You know what you shouldn't do in Turkey? Jump over a child. <laughs> Apparently this will curse them to be short forever. And actually, after a 2020 study, we found that getting jumped over as a child is the number one cause of not being able to be a podcast host on Facebook. <laughs> Greg, I got to say, too, it's so great. This one's on my list as well. So we get to take another drink for this. What? That's amazing. Everyone amazing. get ready. We're taking another drink. This is so good for all of you. You are so lucky. Mm. We spoil you. And I'll just add in some of my notes now because I don't have much more to add to it. Um, but I did want, I, I found this one and I thought that's just crazy. But to add some legitimacy to it, I did a little more digging and I found uh, an official Turkish tourism website, like, like their government, you know, country website, tourism information that had a list of some of their common superstitions. And this one was listed on there. Um, so it means it's not just something somebody made up. Well, probably somewhere along the way, but it's widely recognized as a real superstition <laughs> in Turkey. So um, I, I thought that was just fucking hilarious. <laughs> I just love the idea. Of that. Uh, just yeah, Like I'm just going to jump over children. Like right, I cursed what? you. Forever. You can never play leapfrog ever with like your fucking nephews. You know what I mean? Aww. Like they'd just be fucked, right? They'd just be fucked. It's also a good way though to keep people away from our podcast. Like, <laughs> you know, if like that kid's gonna grow up to take over big drunk list. Not if I have anything to say about it. <laughs> like Mario jump. <laughs> <laughs> Sit down on the ground, Timmy. I gotta curse you real quick. <laughs> With his uh, parents are Shaquille O'Neal and a nine-foot, like, woman. Oh, no, sorry. Uh, you you were jumped over. You will be three-foot-eight. Oh, someone best. jumped over you as a kid, huh? Yeah, sure did. <laughs> I'm just going to say that to my shorter friends. Who jumped over you? Right. <laughs> oh, Man, you look like someone that got jumped over when you were a kid. Am I right? <laughs> and you're going to continue to get jumped over when you get Dunked on. Ooh, got him. <laughs> damn. Damn, oh, damn. <laughs> All right. Uh, let's let's uh, go on to your number eight. Sure. And actually, mine is a pretty common, commonly well-known one. Um, that breaking a mirror leads to seven years of bad luck. 
So this one is prevalent all over the world. I thought this was just like an American mm-hmm. thing because I had heard it as a kid. Um, but apparently this is well recognized and mirrors in general um, have like a big longing folklore of being connected to the spirit world or like a demonic realm. Um, you see them be prevalent a lot in horror movies, right? Where you can see yeah. like a ghostly figure in the moot or in the mirror, but you can't see it. Like when you turn around in person. Um, and it seems to be that that's the basis. So I put this one on my list cause I thought it was really interesting that this was such a commonly one that I know I heard as a kid, Greg, I'm sure you probably did too. Yes, of course. Hear this one, but just to see that this is rooted and, and like, I recognize that in horror movies too, that mirrors are totally a thing. So, um, this one's got kind of a cool backstory and it's pretty well recognized, uh, outside of the U S as well. Yeah, that is cool. And I know that um, mirrors are are heavily associated with the devil. I want to know why. It might just be like a superstition where you're seeing your reflection. You're seeing a dark version of yourself. Who knows? But it is kind of cool that they see it in The Conjuring. But when you also think about it, it's like the opposite of a vampire. A vampire, you would look and then turn around and they're not there. Oh, yeah. They don't appear. Yeah. You see them, and then you turn around, and then they're not there. Like, oh, okay, this is crazy. But one's a mirror, one's away from it. Hmm. Hmm. What do you think? With that, should we move on? You want to take a drink? Go to your number seven already. All right. In Cuba, if you declare that it's el ultimo or your last drink, then your tempting fate and death will shortly follow. So uh, hmm. they actually believe down there to do the knock on wood. So if you accidentally say that, knock on wood. But I don't know if they're talking about, like, when you say it's your last drink, like, if you should never say it at all. Or if you're like, you know what, I'm never drinking again. And they're like, oh, don't say that. Or if it's just like, hey, this is my last drink, like, before the end of the night. Like, no matter that's, what. That's how I took it when you said it. Like, I was thinking, I, I like, do at too. the bar, like, I'll just have just one more. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this is my last drink. And then you're like, oh, you're going to die. Huh. I do know tempting fate is a very common superstition that comes out in many different ways. You know what I mean? Like just yeah. uh, in general saying something. Um, now I can't even think of any examples like, oh, I guess I'll never get married. Like, you know, and then you don't like, you know, kind of jinxing yourself, I guess. Um, tempting fate is really common in a lot of these. So I guess I could kind of see that one. Um I always say that this this is probably going to be my last drink like nine times because I keep drinking after I say that. So yeah. um, <laughs> maybe I cancel it out that way when it's not actually my last drink. So <laughs> now it's just a 50 50 chance. Right. Exactly. And so far, hey, like I said, thriving at 28. So all good. <laughs> but yeah, this will be my last drink. Come on, fates. Bring <laughs> right. it on. Though I think it was originally tempting the fates because I think it. it it was a Greek thing. I could be totally wrong on that. Um, which, speaking of being wrong, we just want to let everyone know that we did our research, but it's superstition, so there's always a chance some of this could be a little weird or a little off. <laughs> and it could be yeah. like someone has this belief, but it's such a small percentage of the population. So when we say in Iceland, don't knit on the doorstep, it's probably just a select few of people who really do it. And most of them really don't believe it. Like finding a penny and picking it up all day long. You'll have good luck. I don't think many Americans truly believe that you're really going to have luck. I'm sure there's a few, but everyone kind of knows it. So I'm assuming that these are well known and just not really believed or heavily Enforced? I don't know. <laughs> well, one of them I actually have is enforced, True. but yeah. Yeah, no, that's a good statement because to people who are more aware of these, we probably sound ignorant as fuck, right, about a lot of these things. So it's good to know. Take yeah, it with yeah. a grain of salt because we found we found a lot of these. I mean, at least I did um, on random websites on the internet, especially the explanations. Like when I went into yeah. them, I found them on sites that um, I probably wouldn't use for a research paper by any means. I found some really weird sites with this, like evil explanation wiki or something like that uh good housekeeping was the basis for a good number of these 
They had a great list of superstitions around the world. A great list. It was so good. And obviously, that's my favorite non-pornographic magazine to oh masturbate to. Oh, my God. To. I was just about to make that joke. That was... <laughs> do we just become best friends? Yep. <laughs> do you want to go do karate in the garage? <laughs> yep. <laughs> oh, fuck. <laughs> oh, man. So what about my number seven? Uh, pass. All What's right, your number so, seven? Thanks, What's your Greg, number seven? Always. <laughs> um, this one, according to the Dutch, it's bad luck to sing at the dinner table. And that's because when you sing at the dinner table, you are singing to the devil in thanks for your supper. So singing at the dinner table is like praying. Like, you know how some people will pray yeah. over their food, um, thanking God for their food. Apparently singing... In the Netherlands, uh, means that you're thanking the devil for your dinner. So do not sing at the dinner table. Especially because you're going to sing for your next drink because this is also on my list. Oh, yes. I love that, too. I love that. Oh, 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 oh. This is one I really didn't have anything additional to add. <laughs> I didn't find very much in regards to this. It was pretty obscure. And so I have no idea if like anything about this, but it's fun. I loved it. <laughs> it. It obviously must have some kind of merit because I didn't do any research on the good housekeeping website. So if it showed up on there too, it means that it exists at least two places on the internet. So, Hey, that makes it very real. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it's it's got to be fact i mean good housekeeping reported on it that is like the perfect example of solid journalism is good <laughs> housekeeping so if it's on there i have no doubt in my mind that it is a legitimate reputable news source oh my gosh oh my uh let's 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 take a drink and move on to my number six let's, please let's take a big old drink as we move on to your number six saying rabbit rabbit or a white rabbit on the first day of every month ensures good luck for that month. Huh. I've never heard that before. Yeah. It's a common belief in Britain and apparently also in North America. Uh, I always thought that it was lucky to play Bone Thugs in Harmony on the first of the month. Uh oh. You know, wake <laughs> up. <laughs> it's the first of the month. Oh, yeah. <laughs> So catch a check and come on. Oh, it's such a great song. Um, but back in 600 BC, rabbits were thought to communicate with the spirits of the underworld because they lived underground, which is also why a rabbit's foot is thought to bring good I was luck. Wondering, yeah, I was wondering if those had some relationship to each other. Yeah, yeah that makes sense. Uh, but apparently it has to be the left hind foot of the rabbit. Oh. Right? Yeah, I didn't. Because the I other ones signal the devil, <laughs> apparently, according to these other superstitions. Actually, that was the weird fucking thing, is um, throughout my research, I noticed there was a lot of superstitions involving feet, whether it's stepping in dog poo or walking in a room, and they all kind of acknowledged that it had to be a certain side of you. It was very weird, but most of them would say, oh, huh. if it's your right, it's lucky. If it's the left, it's bad luck. And then there were some that was just, oh, the left is always bad, but the right, it doesn't make you luckier. It just, that's the right way to do it. But uh, very weird. Very I weird. I wonder if that's also the root of foot fetishes. Is if feet are lucky. That that's probably why. That's probably why I have such a weird fascination with feet. That's that's why. <laughs> the that's only why. reason there there can't be any other explanation. That's, that's why I have this foot fetish that I've had for years. It's because they're lucky. God damn it. <laughs> Let's move on to your number six. This one is very well known, and I actually uh find myself that I've still adjusted my behavior for this today. And that is, if you step on a crack, you'll break your mother's back. Um, everybody's heard this one before. When you're walking down the sidewalk, don't step on the cracks of the sidewalk uh, or mm -hmm. you'll break your poor mom's back. Now, I don't think it's ever actually happened to my mom on the times I have, but <laughs> <laughs> because I used to do this as a kid intentionally miss the cracks, um, I do this when I'm walking, like I walking down the sidewalk. I intentionally 
don't step on the cracks today. Um, indirectly related to this, I think it's just a habit I picked up because of this. Maybe as a kid, I don't actually think it's going to happen, but this one, even as an adult, has affected my own life. Um, I don't want to break my poor mom's back. Yeah, okay. Um, I, I, I don't know if crack means anything specific. Does it mean a crack in the sidewalk or just the spaces in between them or both? Yeah, I've always treated it as both, but good point. Good point. I've always thought the spaces between them too counted, but now you got me second guessing myself. Maybe those aren't really cracks. Yeah, I I really don't know. It's don't step on a crack. So I feel like a broken sidewalk would be more superstitious. Like, because it's not really a crack. It's a parting might have to do an experiment i might need to get my mom on the phone and like step down hard and be like how's your back feel you know like start with the with the hole between uh the sidewalk <laughs> and see if she's like now nah, i'm fine be like all right brace yourself and like step on a cracked part of the sidewalk she's like ah like okay now i know like now i get it <laughs> there was an old far side comic i love i guess all far side comics with the exception of like five are old because he started to get back in the game recently with digital art I actually have the complete collection of the far side that I have uh, on my bed side. And it's the perfect thing if I can't fall asleep just to browse to peruse because it is very simple and you can get through a bunch of pages quickly, but it's not terribly. And I wouldn't say it's not intellectual but you just don't need to like follow a story there's not like a big string of things like if i was to read a book to help fall asleep this is just some of them can be very smart but it's very easy to flip through anyway i digress there is a far side it's just a hospital with all these women in it and they're all like holding their backs with walkers and things like that and it just said hospital for mothers whose kids stepped on cracks Oh, simple and elegant joke. I love it. <laughs> yeah, a lot of build up for just a, a fun little pun that I, I think maybe would be a great one to put on our Facebook page if I can find it. I love that idea. And as we look for that comic, why don't we take a big old drink as we move on to Greg, your number five. <gasps> Ooh, that's a little scary for me. Uh-oh. In Turkey and Hungary, it is considered bad luck to chew gum at night during a special occasion, such as a big date. Because, huh. according to superstition, chewing gum meant that you would actually be chewing on human flesh. Which, Wh what? What? <laughs> I, I had no fucking idea. I, I looked this up and like a bunch of places said that, but they all just said, oh, it's like you're chewing on human flesh, which I mean, based on a date, maybe you're like, it's a little playful nibble on the earlobe. Like, I don't know. Like, maybe that's not, I don't like, are you saying you're going to eat flesh or that oh like the gum God. becomes flesh? I, I was so confused by it. And especially for that to be thrown out like a passing thought when you're researching this, like, oh, yeah, it's just because it's it's basically the same thing as eating human flesh. Like, what the fuck? No, it's not. <laughs> like, that is not it is not like that at all. <laughs> I don't think you guys have ever had gum. Like, who made this or gum? Or human flesh. Like, they are very different. I know from experience. They are very different. <laughs> Domerlicious. The new bubblegum craze. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I think that's my favorite part about this one is that just so casually they throw out like, oh, it's just because it's like chewing on human flesh. Like, well, no, it's fucking not. <laughs> did, someone, did someone chew gum and then chew human flesh? I'm like, oh, damn, I couldn't tell. Yeah. I did the oh, Pepsi. damn. <laughs> the, oh, am I, eating a, am I eating my finger again? Damn it. I thought that was the publicist. It's right. like the Pepsi taste test. It's like, yeah. <laughs> it's fucking weird. That is nuts. Well, and you know, chewing, I would say that like on a date and things like that, it's probably rude to chew gum. Um, but I don't think that it's the equivalent of, you know, eating a person. What's your number oh, five? Oh, man. Um, <laughs> mine is also maybe etiquette for a date. Um, it didn't start out that way. But it's if you chew too quickly, don't chew too quickly or you might swallow your own tongue. 
why would chewing cause you to like if you eat too quickly i get that but chewing too quickly yeah i don't know i probably the whole same world masticating in general right and swallowing i don't know whatever all of it <laughs> masticating okay <laughs> big brain time on big drug list masticating <laughs> means chewing well no i i know that it just sounds so fucking sexual I love words that are not sexual, but sound sexual. Those are some of my favorite words to use just to make people uncomfortable, especially when they don't know the word and they think now you're flirting with them. Um, that's the best. Like, uh, I can't wait to get home, get some lotion and rub it all over my weenus. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. Weenus is a good one. Excellent one. Oh, my gosh. Uh, he was found masticating the weenus. Oh, my God. <laughs> he thought it was chewing gum, right? <laughs> They're basically the same thing. Uh, but anyway, scientifically, no, it's not possible to swallow your own tongue, at least not while it's still attached to your body. Um, obviously, if you cut your tongue off, you can chew it up and swallow it. I know that from experience as well. But it's it's not possible to actually swallow your own tongue. So eat as fast as you want. Um, you might give yourself a little tummy ache or the hiccups, but you're not going to swallow your own tongue. Maybe you will. Maybe you won't. I'm not going to confirm nor deny that because I do not <laughs> want to get sued when someone dies and they swallow their own tongue. Cause they were yeah, well, well, on Big Drunk List, they said it wasn't possible. And they are. They're, they're science people. <laughs> Big Drunk Science. <laughs> uh, <laughs> he said masticating, so he's obviously a genius. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking let's let's take a drink and move on to my number four. <laughs> Ooh, four already. We are flying through these. These are very fun. I like these. This is one of our quickest podcasts. We are pretty pretty far in, and we're not even at an hour yet. Yeah, no, but I think uh, it's good. You know, these are these are fun ones, and there's not much to say about it. So I'm cool with it being a little shorter. Yeah, I'm I'm okay with that too. All right. Uh, so my number four. It's a Filipino tradition called Pog Pog. Oh, this is pag, my number four as well. Pag Pag. Oh, everyone oh. take a double drink. Ooh, so so two more drinks for this one. <laughs> All right. So this dictates that people never go straight back to their house after a wake. Otherwise, a bad spirit might tag along and come inside. So, you're supposed to stop at a restaurant or a store first, just in case. So, I did a little more research, too, into this one. Since this is my number four, Excellent. I'm just going to jump in, too, if you don't mind. Um, of course. So, I looked up that Filipino word, pog, pog, pag, pag. I don't know how it's pronounced. Oh, P-A-G, yeah. P-A-G, P-A-G. I, I looked it up, too, yeah. Uh, the word means to shake off the dust or dirt. Um, kind of the idea that um, coming back from a funeral, you need to shake off any evil spirits that are filling you around. And actually, I read... Um, I found a site where uh, a Filipino woman was explaining some superstitions that are believed in the Philippines. And this was one of them. And she said it's very, very typical to go to the mall after a funeral. Like you see a lot of funeral goers go to the mall afterwards just for this reason. Like save some shopping to do or whatever. Because apparently the spirits are fine with those things. But, you know, you don't want to bring them into your home so um, i thought that was very interesting that there's like it's just kind of a well-respected and well-known thing you do after funerals there yeah um i looked it up and pog pog was also leftover food from restaurants that you grab from their their trash um i don't know it's just is is the tagalog term it's austria Oh, okay. So this is Austronesian. So I, I take it it's Peloponnesian mixed with Austro. I don't know. So ta- oh, Tagalog is a type of. It's a language, or it's an oh, it's an it's an ethnicity. They make up a quarter of the Philippines. Oh, okay. Okay, that's very very cool. Um, but that's weird because it's saying that it's the leftover food however i'm also seeing that it's the act of shaking off dust it's also the superstition this is fucking weird um 
Yeah. That's no different than the English language where fucking a word can mean 30 different things. You know what I mean? Like, uh, I guess that's not that odd <laughs> to me to, to hear that. Very true because the English language is really a hodgepodge of oh, a lot of fucked. stuff. It's a Germanic language and it has taken quite a bit of la- uh, Latin terms. And plus all the slang. I think that's probably the biggest part too is there's so much slang where words don't mean their literal definitions. Um, and we take it for granted if you use it every day. Um, uh, but some that don't make any sense at all to somebody who doesn't understand the language, the, the American language, American English language is fucked. It's hard to learn. Yeah. It's also really interesting because it's so old. So there are some things like it predates the color orange, or at least it does. It didn't have a word for the color orange for a very long time. It was a red or a red yellow or something like that, which is why we get words, not words, why we get animals that are called red when they're orange like a red robin has an orange belly red foxes are orange red deer are orange but the the color orange is based off of the fruit orange and there's other languages that have uh, names for colors that we actually don't have interesting oh that could go on our, 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 our stupid facts episode. I think so. I think even just fucked up words in the uh, American English dictionary, you know, like, or just slang could be another fun one, too. I would like that. I would like, I would that. like that, too. However, we are now moving into our top three. Oh, Greg, what does this mean? Nobody knows what it means. But provocative. <laughs> it gets the people going. <laughs> Oh, so what this means is instead of drinking between each number, we're drinking between each host. And I'm really kind of excited because I know we're going to go a little bit quicker. So we're going to have a lot more drinks a lot faster. And you know what? I'm going to put a little spin on this. Let's take double drinks in these top three. You don't have to, but I'm going to. And I uh, would appreciate if you all join me with that. You don't have to, of course. I mean... You don't have to join us at any point. There's no way for us to enforce it. But, hey, join in. I think it's a lot of fun. So my number three, though, is singing at your table for your food. Wonderful. So (laughs) we've already done that one. So let's take another drink. And I'm going to take two. Unless you have Mm -hmm. anything else to Mm -hmm. add, Ryan. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Nope, nothing we didn't already talk about. But I like it because I get to drink another one. Oh, man. The Packers are getting stumped. 38 to 10. Dirty. Yeah, buddy. Dirty. Oh, my God. And I'm looking at it right now. Um, it's second and 10 on Green Bay's 21. 21. Oh and the Bucks had the ball. So, oh at the very God. least, they're going to end with a field goal. And then they have a minute 12 to make up 41 points. Oh, so bad. <laughs> oh, sorry. yeah. Oh, gosh, yeah. Oh, this makes me so happy. But watch. Watch as the Packers get moved down only like three, uh, only like two spots. They'll be like number three in the NFL power rankings. <laughs> it looks like the, the Packers just needed to shake off a little rust after the bye week. But I'm sure they'll be up to full form. So they're still number three overall. Like, fuck off. And the Bears go up one. And it'll we'll still be under the Bucks. Oh, but yeah, man, that's that made me really happy. Like when you were pouring a drink, I checked. Hell yeah. The Packers losing and the Bears winning. (laughs) Yes. And after a bye week, too, to get that fucking your ass kicked, right? Coming off a bye week. Yeah, that's awesome. Especially getting back one of their big receivers. Plenty of time to rest up and relax. You know what I mean? Get good practice in as a team. Yeah, that's awesome. Well, they're, they're starting to get exposed because. They're like, wow, they crushed the Vikings week one. I was like, fuck, are they that good? No, the Vikings, like, the Vikings lost to the fucking Falcons today. Right. Yeah. Like, yeah, the Vikings fucking suck. They beat the Lions. Okay. Like, who doesn't? And then they beat New Orleans. You're like, shit. But New Orleans was also losing uh, Michael Thomas. They're like, they're like two and three or three and two or something like that. They're not doing hot. Then they trounced the the Falcons, who have been like losing every fucking game, with the exception of. The, and then you're like, wow, maybe they just 
have been crushing teams with no defenses and no offenses. And now it's like, oh, look at them getting crushed by the fucking Bucks. Ooh, this is good. This is really good. Anyway, let's continue on. All right. So my number three, never cheers with water. Are you fucking serious? Is this your number three? No. Obviously, I already said my number three. Oh, it's yeah. on my list. Yes, 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 yes. We are drinking. I thought we were both going to be so obscure with this. I'm so glad we've had so many repeats. I I love it. Also, our top three is going to be like two minutes long because we have a bunch of shared ones. But that's okay. <laughs> it doesn't matter. Lots of drinking in a short period of time. So I'm, I'm taking the double drinks. Um. So, yeah, let me give a little background. So uh, um, in multiple cultures, multiple countries, it's already rude um to clink glasses together right with cheers um in fact many cultures think that that act alone brings bad luck um in some cases but um, yeah most think it's okay you know you see a like salute you know and you know and you see like it just it's it's, it's a regular act like that you do with friends as you all I, bring up your cheers i actually have a, a massive germanstein collection and one of the best parts is i have one that is covered in different sayings cheers prost salute i don't know what they say i actually should have fucking had that glass to drink from today oh yeah i'm upset that i didn't that would be so perfect um but anyway so but people most countries and most cultures agree that you know clinking of glasses especially when there's a non-water drink involved is kind of an act shared among friends but for whatever reason um Water clinking is, is is bad luck if you cheers with a water glass. In fact, so much so, and I'm sorry if I'm still in your thunder a little bit, but um, I read a fact that the U.S. military actually forbids cheersing with water um, in their naval folklore, claiming that a toast with water will lead to death by drowning. Um, this is the U.S. military <laughs> that forbids it. Which um, which uh, branch? The Navy. Strictly the Navy. That it, okay. it comes from a naval folklore, yeah. But um, I think that's kind of funny. Like that's a governmental being, right? <laughs> that's doing this. Um, and I have a. I'll, I'll let you go. I got another funny fact, but I'll let you add some here too because it's going to be on your list anyway. Um, I say let's let's save it for my number one, so okay, it's I'm not cool just a, a jump through. Yeah, that. I got some more too, so I'll save it for that. That's cool with me. All right, let's take that drink though. I'm really excited for that. I'm going to do the double Ooh. one still, so... Ooh, I've been doing double with you as well. And I hope all of you are joining in us with that. Oh, I hope you're not, because you're not going to wake up very well tomorrow if, uh, if you are. I can live with that. All right. My number two. Syria banned yo-yos in 1933 over fear that they would cause drought. So that's an actual Yo-yos one. Yo-yos like the toy? Yes. Oh. And uh, the yo-yo was invented in 1928. Or, hold on. Never mind. I totally misread that. Yo-yos go back to 440 BC. This appears to be one of the first depictions of a yo-yo. It was on a... Greek vase. <laughs> and in 1928, Pedro Flores, a Filipino immigrant, made the Yo-Yo Manufacturing Company in Santa Barbara, California. But uh, apparently in 33, they were banned because they said that it was the cause of a severe drought. But they were banned. It was like a full-on fucking governmental thing. But it's also Syria. I, I didn't know they get a lot of rain. Was just like, I yeah, didn't even know that yo-yos. I didn't even know year. yo-yos were that old. First of all, I didn't. I I thought that they were a semi-recent invention. Not like, you know, I mean, before my lifetime. But I didn't realize that they've been around that long. They are very very simple toys, so it makes sense that they would have been. True. Like, all you would have needed was just a circle like you could just carve wood and then just and a string yeah like it it was it was it's pretty pretty simple it's really just i i I see how they could be around for a very long time 
obviously the cool ones always lit up. I went through a yo-yo fad phase. I think it went a through a resurgence in the 90s. I, I think it did. I, I had one. Uh, I was about it. My brother was actually pretty good at the tricks. I kind of just like to do the regular, you know, up and down, you know, just for funsies, like a time killer, you know, kind of like what the uh, fidget spinners are for now. You know what I mean? Just yeah. like doing something with your hands. Um, that's kind of how I used it. But my brother was good, man. He could do walk the dog, you know, he could do the, um, I don't even know all the different tricks, you know what they were called, but he, he could do all kinds of cool stuff with them. I never got around that the world with it, but oh yeah, around the world, the one Caleb's ladder or whatever, you know, you pull it up oh, and yeah. it with your fingers and go back down. Super cool stuff like that. I was kind of just a regular yo-yo guy, but I went through it. I mean, I went through the yo-yo phase. I feel like you're right in the nineties. That's why I thought it wasn't that old of a toy. Right. So, I thought maybe like it was like from the 60s is kind of what I had guessed. I'm looking at it and uh, the popularity apparently spread throughout the 70s and the 80s. But in 1990, the first successful ball bearing yo-yo with an aluminum transaxle okay. was introduced. And that allowed them to have significantly reduced friction, according to Wikipedia, which allowed for spinning longer, which allowed for more complex tricks. So it looks like back then it was literally just like you use the momentum back and forth. And it was like, oh, whatever. It doesn't really matter. I just wanted to drop it. But then you could have it where it can just spin indefinitely versus you would never be able to walk the dog on the old ones when you think about it. Because of the original ones, it just went back and forth. Yeah, that makes sense. Because it couldn't perpetually spin. It didn't have an axle in the center. So that actually makes a lot more sense. But that's very cool and very useless information for anyone to know. <laughs> but now you but know. It's and cool. thanks to big drunk lists. <laughs> oh, gosh. Let's take a double drink and move on to your number two. Unless you have anything else fun to add. No, I, I don't. I uh, I think that's uh, really interesting. I, I always love when a lot of these come from um, like laws, you know what I mean? Or governments, you know, had to do a ban on things like that. That legitimizes yeah. it a little bit, too, because you can go back and look at the new laws. You know what I mean? That were enacted or whatever. So, I yeah, interesting. I don't know what it has to do with rain, but I still like it. And actually, so my number two was just uh, what we had already talked about, that jumping over a child causes them to stay short forever curses them so i we talked about this one i think it's another quick drink and we jump into our number ones oh okay oh. i'll get on with that number one don't number cheers one. with water in germany so this one never ever say cheers or prost and i love prost water in germany and apparently it's something where it's like don't even say it as a joke because if you do it you're wishing death on your drinking buddies and this is one that i think kind of is fun to to imagine how it started i imagine that it was just like a dick move that someone did with like fucking like i don't know the, the german barbarians they're just drinking shit ton of beer back in the day and some of the there will be a fun prank for me to put on the other barbarians. I will put the water into the German steins, and then when they prost, they will be like, oh, oh, what is this? And then the other ones, they, they are prosted, and they're like, what are you doing? You are trying to kill us? And then one of them died because they fought the Romans, and the Romans had a lot better military than us. And so he died, but it was because uh, it was because he did the prost with the water. <laughs> I'm not even going to try to respond in an accent because it's not going to be that good. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, come on. That, that had to be like something like I, I, I like to imagine it was someone going, what are you trying to fucking kill me? <laughs> when they, they cheered with water. Well, you know, so. Interestingly enough, I, I have another fact that I wanted to add to this one, um, but it's not from Germany. It's from Spain, because this is one there as well. Salud. Um, and theirs is a little different. Theirs is that um, cheersing with water is said to lead to seven years of bad sex. So uh. it's not death. It's just poor performance in the bedroom. 
Um, so it's interesting to see how that translates differently across different cultures, which obviously means it comes from somewhere, right? Yeah. Like there's some basis of this for people to think that. But yeah, I think that's interesting. To be fair, I'd rather have the death. <laughs> yeah, anyone who marries me is basically um, cursed with, you know, a lifetime of bad sex. So <laughs> maybe go ahead, just cheers with some water right now. <laughs> well, it's like one of those things. What is it? Uh, there's a saying, sex is like pizza. Even when it's okay, it's still really good. <laughs> oh, man. Those people obviously have met me. <laughs> I'm the bad pizza. <laughs> I want pizza today. I, I think I've actually been thinking about getting some bad pizza today. I ordered actually some bad pizza last week, but I think I kind of want, I want to get like some shitty, dirty, greasy pizza. I feel like that'd be good. So I'm going to, I'm going to think about that now because I feel like now we could then get bad, dirty, greasy sex. Oh, I like it. That's my favorite kind of sex is the kind when the bed at the end looks like the bottom of the pizza box when all the pizza's gone. It's just <coughs> wet and greasy. Like, that was a good night. The best night. The fucking <laughs> best night. And just fucking covered in garlic butter sauce, you know, and there's like a pepperoncini tossed to the side somewhere. That's, like, that's how I like my That's sex. what I like. Yeah. Jesus. I don't this know how we so got so far arousing. off track. <laughs> I, I started, I'm, I, I'm sorry, I said something about a foot fetish and it just changed the entire scope of the podcast. I'm I'm crossing my legs right now just because I don't want people to see my boner. <laughs> Mine are wide open. I'm not ashamed. <laughs> You're an animal, but that's why we love you. Oh, man. God. <laughs> I'm going to have to shave my hands after this one. Yeah, shave, whatever you, you want to say. Because <laughs> that's going to make sense now as, I, as we take a drink and we move into my number one. Ooh, 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 ooh. And don't forget, we're still doing the double. Double drinks. My number one is that masturbating makes you grow hair on your hands. Hairy palms, hairy palms, hairy palms. Which after this episode... I'm absolutely going to need to shave these hands because this has been steamy. <laughs> if you ask me. I've been touching myself this entire time. I hope you all have been too. <laughs> so bad. Um, <laughs> sorry, anyone who listens to us. <laughs> I, I, I'm just going to, I don't even have to qualify. Like anybody who listens to us, I'm sorry. <laughs> like nobody should have to be, go through this shit. <laughs> Um, I think that I and anyone who's ever been a teenage boy can tell you that this one's absolutely not true. Um, but that being said, I do have some hairy ass hands. Uh, I, I think that's just genetics, but um, it could be my spare time hobbies as well. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I, I think everyone knows uh, you don't get hair in your palms. Now, if they put hair on like your knuckles, I feel like people just jack off more. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, I don't have any hair on my palms, but like the top of my hand, you know, it's pretty hairy. Dude, calm down, then. <laughs> like, would it be that bad to have hair on your palms? Like, I think it was just them saying like it was tr trying to get you to not jack off because it's it's I will be able to tell. It's like an abnormal thing. Well, it's the same thing as like you've probably heard um, jerking off too much will make you go blind. You probably heard that one before, too. Um, it's probably for the same reason. These were all probably just like parents like thinking like, bro, you spend way too much fucking time in your bedroom. Like, you know, let's just say some shit. You know, the same thing as I think we talked about in the past. Like uh, if you make a funny face for too long, it gets stuck that way. Like that's just parents like discouraging you from making funny faces. This one's probably your parents telling you, dude, quit jerking off. Yeah. It's healthy to jerk off, though. So if we have younger viewers who are confused about shit, it's fucking healthy. Every teenage <laughs> boy does it. Oh, my God. I sure hope that we don't have any in easily influenced teenage 
boys listening to our podcast, Greg. Just to be honest, like, we shouldn't have to have that disclaimer. Like, if you're a teenage boy listening to this, please do not be a teenage boy and listen to this. This podcast is not for you. Yeah, fuck this, man. Like, that's the shit. People forget what it was like being a teenage. Like, a, a teenager. As a teenage boy, this is the shit I would have listened to. And it would have been nice to hear, like, oh, something, like, it's not just you. Granted, you know, the fact that porn existed. Granted, I did not grow up in the age when I could just Google porn. I didn't have the fastest internet connection. Isn't it interesting? I mean, so we're millennials, right, is the generation that we fall into. And you look at that because when I was getting into the time when I was interested, right, in looking at that kind of stuff, we had dial-up internet. Um, and I didn't understand the intricacies of the internet and internet porn. In fact, I remember like sitting on my desktop computer, my family desktop computer, right? That was like a Dell with a big ass CRT monitor, you know, sitting like in the dining room. And when your parents are not in the room, like I logged into like victoriasecret.com. That was porn for me. You know what I mean? At like 13 years old. Yeah. Like, I'm like, this is, this is it. This is like as good as it gets, you know, um, it's, it's crazy the shit that if you were to look at my phone's browser history it's way dirtier than (laughs) victoriasecret.com let me tell you that (laughs) i i definitely i i did the old uh printer the old printer trick i would google a picture and then i would print it out and just hope oh you you were using ink see there's no way i could get away with using ink for my little folder and the only one i specifically remember was it was a picture of Lindsay lyon she was a little older than me, so it wasn't, like, weird. She was probably even 18 at the time, because it wasn't even, like, nude or raunchy. But she was in, like, a bikini. I was like, whoa, 14 or 16, I, I You remember. had a fucking, like, a manila folder with fucking... No, I'm talking, I'm talking, like, one of those plastic-designed folders. Oh, my God. Like, it you'd probably had dinosaurs school. on it or something. <laughs> no, I think it was a dolphin. <laughs> Fucking '90s ass dolphin folder with like lewd pictures. <laughs> with lewd ass pictures, like nobody's naked. You're just like, oh, I'm gonna pull I, out that I, folder I'm tonight, boys. Sure that it, none of it was nude, uh, but I, I I do remember I did have a <laughs> fucking I got the Samsung MP3 player or like it was like an MP4 player, but it had I'm talking this screen is smaller than an Apple watch screen. This was the smallest thing ever. And then when I got it, it had a colored screen and it just, the screen was so small. It was actually very nice for an MP3 player because it's so compact, but I would just, I had it. I was like, ah, I could scroll through it. It was the fucking saddest thing ever. The kids do not take internet porn for granted. This is important to our society now. <laughs> you should know how hard it was for us to get our rocks off when we were teenagers. <laughs> I had to buy a Maxim and a stuff. Right, I'm saying like you had to sneak down and look at your parents' magazines in hopes that there was like a an advertisement for a bra or something because you're like, oh, <laughs> taking that page. You know, like it is not easy like it is now. Sports <laughs> Illustrated Swimsuit Edition was Christmas. <laughs> you know, I waited for those to come in the mail. <laughs> I remember I my, my first like smut, I will call it, was Stuffed <laughs> Stuff Magazine and Maxim. I don't even know if they still exist. But they they actually had a pretty good thing because they would it was just kind of underwear and bikini shoots, but it allowed them to get like celebrities, and that was the first one I got. I remember I was like, oh, and I bought it. I was sixteen at the fucking time. It's a non-nude magazine. Like you could buy it at any age, and like right. cop was outside. I'm like, oh. <laughs> Do other people know about this, or am I the first to discover Sports Illustrated? I bought it in another fucking state. Like, I was visiting someone, and I was like, I hope no one sees me. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Nah, bro, you're good. Oh, man, puberty was fucking rough, man. Puberty was fucking rough. (laughs) Puberty was tough. Like, I think because we were in the weird... The weird time where we had porn back in the day, and we knew it existed on the internet, but we just couldn't stream it. So there was something, it's like having the ability to reach the 
upper atmosphere, but knowing you can't cross over to the moon because it just you can't break it. But you're like, I'm so fucking close. So I still got to get my shit back down on Earth. But like, I know one day soon I'm going to be able to fucking reach the moon. No problem. <laughs> oh, I can't wait for the future when it's so easy to get porn. Like, oh, my God. The world is different now. The world is so different now. And better off for it. Oh, yeah. Well, how many great technology advances have come from, ex- you know, exclusively for advancing the adult entertainment industry? You know, like basically the Internet itself is just a way to distribute porn like it was military technology. But I'm pretty sure the first public website was a porn site. I'm uh, sure. Was it good housekeeping? It was good housekeeping. <laughs> <laughs> VictoriaSecret.com, like adult XXX. I still don't know where the secret is. <laughs> oh, trust me. I discovered that and more at 13 years old. <laughs> we got to get out of this. We yeah, gotta we got to. We got to go. Oh, man. That was fun, though. That was, that was a good little tangent. Um, Greg, we're through our list. Why don't you share some closing thoughts with our wonderful listeners? Okay, to everyone who listened, thank you very much. We appreciate you. We love you. Please like and follow us on Facebook and our Twitter. And we keep saying this, but it's great if you give your own lists on our Facebook or Twitter pages. We love it. We absolutely love it. We do get a few of you who text us, but we think it's fun when you share it. But if you want to continue to text us, we'll never hold it against you. Yeah, love it when they can be ideas or even, you know, I like the ones we've been getting these a lot since we got a Facebook page where people come like, oh, I can't believe blah, blah, blah wasn't on your list. Like, that's fun for me, you know, where we get to talk about those. Like, uh, we just did uh, movie monsters and and someone said, why wasn't Slenderman on your list? So we got to rip on how terrible Slenderman was, you know, but like, that's really fun uh, to see other people's impressions as well. So um, please come check us out on social media, check out our website, whatever, you know, text us, whatever, doesn't matter, or never talk to us and just listen every week. That's cool too. We love you. We love this. That's why we do it. And I, I don't have anything else except a big, hearty, resounding deuces, bruces. Deuces, Bruce's.